0: The topic is about being hard on yourself, which is something for me, um, I've always struggled with and I don't think about too much just because I don't, it doesn't, I'm not aware that I'm doing it and that's the biggest thing for me, you know, um, because I I will... It's not a subconscious thing because I am very conscious of, I'm very conscious that I do it, but I don't know when I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like Um,
1: you're not, you're not aware that you're doing it at all. Like it's happening and you're just
0: oblivious. Most of the time I'm, it just, I'm doing it and I don't realize that I'm doing it till like. Wait after the situation is done with. You know what I mean? Or oh, wow. if I look, Yeah. Which is. And I have a very hard time with that. And, of course, with, you know, it all goes back to my trauma and me being a perfectionist. Like, all of that plays into it. But the. What I struggle with is. That I don't think about it. It's not even the thing that it happens. I mean, of course, yeah, we shouldn't be hard on ourselves, you know what I mean? But it's not, for me, it doesn't affect me so much that I do it. It affects me that I don't think about it when it's happening. So I will explain a little bit more. Um, So a perfect situation, and this is why I wanted to talk about this today, because my supervisor um I have a new supervisor, so we have two supervisors and um one just hopped on board and she's been with several companies and with all the companies that she's been with, she's been you know a higher up either manager or supervisor where um it's more about metrics and numbers and all of that, so she's very technical um mm-hmm. with the shit. numbers. Yes, it's all about numbers. Um so it was something that our job needed at the time. The business needed someone that has can bring in more structure, right? Because not so there's currently a handful of girls that works, you know, 5 days a week. Um I'm the newest member of that and it's been about 5 no, about like 8 months or so that I've been at this job already. 5 to to eight months um, and I as I've you know talked to you before I'm very close to my, my my one supervisor, the one that trained me, she reaches out to me a lot and we talk and go back and forth, blah blah blah. So um, that's not the person I was working with. I was per- working with a person that just came on, she's new. she's like maybe a month or two months. So like what she brought to the table, um, with us uh, for our company is that she is able to now go into the reasons why our numbers may not look the way the the client wants it to look like. So, and of course, for those that don't know, I work in a call center. So, um, and, and it's for a beauty uh, company, um, you know, like hair products and all of that. So um, anyway, um, and I've done this type of work before, so I'm used to the numbers and stuff. I mean, I was getting, you know, on a big day, uh, we could get anywhere from 60 to 100 calls on, oh. you know, sick. Yeah. So it's back to back to back to back to back. And now with this company, I, I am we're getting maybe two calls a day wow just like it's like astronomically uh, uh, like amazing to me you know what i mean like it was like my mental health I-, I was like drowning at the previous job drowning and not to even mention the kind of work that i was doing is completely different you know what i mean yeah um So, so this one is more relaxed I don't want to keep rambling on. So, anyways, the manager <laughs> came in. We needed it. I, I do that. I ramble on over and over, but you're fine. Man, manager came in or, or the supervisor and um she uh set up to where she would listen to calls at least once a month with with the, the girls. And once again, it's about five of us or so. Um, so and our uh the majority of our work is emails. You know what I mean? It's not calls. So that's, that's something to take into consideration. You know, I, I was, this is very familiar to me, as I mentioned before, and I told my supervisor too. this new one, I told her, I was like, Hey, you know, like, that's nothing to me that actually encourages me, because I am critical of myself. And I do the way I work as far as uh, professionally. I mean, a little bit in the personal, but we don't have to get into that. The way I work, <laughs> which you know, the way I work is I need structure. And I like having rules. I like rules. I like people to give control. me control. Like, control from who?
1: No, no. In the sense of having structure and having.
0: Right. So in general, you mean like.
1: Yeah. In
0: general, there's you know, something. goes. There yes yes exactly right so um i don't want i i need to have a frame for the puzzle pieces and i'm i'm absolutely phenomenal at figuring out which piece goes where but i need i need i need the bigger picture you know what i mean yeah give me direction and i can take you there i will go even further wow. you know what i mean double it and give it to the next person type shit like
1: i will take uh, you there isn't that from uh anyways go on
0: that from what it doesn't matter okay so um a little bit of water Mm. so um yeah i mean i will fucking take you there you know so um. I I told her straight up. I was like, this is how I want you to treat me. This is how I want to be treated. You know what I mean? Tell me where I need to go. The two calls a week is great because my previous job, we were the the supervisor had to meet with us once a week. And we had to go over a call at least, mm, I'd say like three times a month or so. You know Uh what I mean? It was a lot. So it was a lot of coaching, a lot of micromanaging. And this company is not like that, but this is why they brought this this girl in to a little bit of more structure. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be easy breezy. So anyways, um, keep in mind, I've only been with the business about five to eight months. She comes in and uh, we have a meeting and we go over the calls. I had two calls. She was like, hey, what calls would you like to pull up? You know what I mean? Which is something completely different for me you know what i mean like she's giving me full control so this this has never happened to me before you know and this is how companies should be you should be able to you know you're you want your people to feel like they're in control and they're 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 valuable to the company you know um yeah and this is how they make me feel So she, like, straight up, she's like, what calls do you want me to pull? And that, like, it already, like, put me off guard because I don't, she's just giving me all the control. So it's like, oh, I went from a company that just, like, picked random calls. It's like, oh, look, you had a call today on your bad day. Let's go over that fucking call. (laughs) Oh, like, it's like, you know, Um, but yeah, she's like, and I'm like, you know, just, you know, pick any call. I don't care from this week, maybe because it's, I'm fresh. It's fresh in my mind. So maybe pick something from this week. She's like, all right, let's do it. You pick two calls from the week. The first call went through and she's like, all right, Emma, tell me how you think you did. He didn't say anything else. Just Emma, how, how do you think you did? And already I'm like, okay. So I'm like, oh, well, I could have done this and that and this. And I could see where, you know, I could have done this and that. This, this, this. After I, I went through all of that, he's like, okay. She's like, you did good. <laughs> and I'm like, well, cool. and she's like, Emma, you're, you're good. You know, she's like, your, your calls I never have to worry about. Like you're the one person I never have to worry about. You like I already know how the call is gonna go. And I'm like, oh, that's that's great to hear. She's like, all right. So and then we moved on to the next call. And um, I was a little bit more critical. She's like, How do you think this call went? And then I'm like, that oh. was <laughs> She's like, I was like, eh. I'm like, look, I could have done this and this, and this is what I should have done. And da-da-da-da-da. And this was like a three-minute call. Like, there isn't a lot for me to do. And then I started noticing that I was rambling on. And I'm like, let me just be quiet and let her talk. She's like, Emma, you're you did great. Like this call was good. I don't see any anything to improve on. And I'm like, and she's like, why are you so hard on yourself? And I'm like,
1: (laughs) Like, yes, yes. That
0: I hate that because I'm so transparent. You know, like you try to not like. I love being transparent, and I love how people just get me because I'm that open. I have that energy where I'm I'm comfortable. I'm not gonna fucking lie. I'm like, I didn't like that part of the call. Like, you know what I mean. But it's it's the fact that I keep hearing the same, the echoes from the same, you know, about the same thing, you know, about myself. And it's like, I just met her, like, a month and a half ago. And this person is like, why are you so hard on yourself? Like, well, you did good.
1: She can yeah. see you. And you know what right. I mean when I say that.
0: Yeah um yeah and and I was like that was kind of again caught off guard because I'm like I saw myself in that moment when she said that and it like snapped me into a different it snapped me outside of myself and I'm like I'm doing it again here I go I'm doing it again so it's those moments where it takes me a moment to go outside of myself, something needs to take me outside of myself, so I can be like, "Why am I hard on myself?" Th-? That's that's so true. I am like, I'm. I need to relax. And she was like, "You did great. You're one of our our best. Um, I, you're a breath of fresh air. I don't have to worry about your calls. I'm not dreading. This is like the easiest meeting. Anytime I'm in a meeting with you, it's the easiest meeting I have. Wow. And it's like Yeah. And and it's, it's nothing new to me. You know what I mean? Like I I get this a lot, you know, either in my personal life or, but yeah, I'm very judged. I'm very critical myself throughout my whole life, whether it's with a partner, with a friend, with being a mother, uh, at my job, you know, it, I always, Oh, this is the word I actually used with her. I said, there's always room for improvement when she asks, why are you so hard on yourself? Um, and, um, and then I was watching a TikTok video and the, the, the coach said the same exact thing to, to the girl, you know, she's like, well, I have to be hard on myself. I, it, it who's not, who's going to do it if I don't do it? And he brought something up that, uh, you know, a close friend of mine said the same thing. It's like, If you wouldn't do, if you wouldn't say that to your kids, you know, someone that you love, someone that you're close to, why would you say it to yourself? You know, what if you failed? Would you still love that person? You know, so it's like, but, but I'm like, no, but it's me. (laughs) Of course I wouldn't say that to someone else. So because it's it's
1: you, it makes it okay?
0: Yeah. And that's, that's where you can come in because that's, that's what I'm having a hard time with where I do, I am very, I'm not a bully to myself. Like, I just want to get that straight. Like, I don't go like, well, you did again, you're stupid. Or, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Or like, none of that. None of my childhood trauma words that were used towards me and my efforts of doing anything, that it's not, I'm not devaluing myself, I'm not dismissing the good things that I'm doing, it's just that there's always room for improvement. And I think that's good to think that way, but at the same time, I'm very hard on myself, and I know I am, you know, and it's almost like I wish I knew when I'm doing it, so I don't do it instead of catching it after
1: well you know like i I, are you are you good about being in the moment what do you mean okay so you don't catch yourself until after it's happened already okay do you notice when it's happening in the sense that uh after it's happened you've seen a pattern of when it usually happens. Like in these certain situations, this is something that is prevalent. Do you, do you catch yourself afterwards and find the trigger of you not being so kind to yourself? Are you being too judgmental of yourself? or you being too hard on yourself? Have you noticed a certain turn of events that happened a number of times that triggered that feeling inside you?
0: So it's, I don't think it's a feeling. It's almost like, and by the way, I do it so often, it's become part of me. You know, to to be critical of myself, I do it so often that I don't don't know that I'm doing it. Like something has to take me outside of myself, just like this meeting today with the supervisor. You know, why are you so hard on yourself? And then it made me, it, it completely... Removed myself from me, and, and I'm like, oh God, I'm doing it again, you know? So, that moment of, Oh, I'm doing it again, that doesn't happen very often. It typically happens when something really bad happens and I let it slide, and it's like, I shouldn't have done that that way. I don't shame myself for doing those things or for what I did. So it's like, I don't regret it. But at the same time, it's like, I want to be able to not do that. I, I want to be able to see myself enough to when I'm doing it before I do it. I just want to catch myself before, before I I get to that point. Because I, I feel, I feel a, a little scared that I may put myself in situations, or I may come across situations where I'm so involved in whatever is happening that I forget to be kinder to myself. If that makes sense, I know it it's does. like this. no, no, it
1: makes sense. No, 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 no. I I understand what you're saying. You get so wrapped up. You get so wrapped up in getting it done and, and trying to achieve the task at hand that you once again put yourself on the back burner. Does that sum it up? Yeah. Yeah, I know. See, that's the thing and that's the problem. And and I'm telling you right, 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 right now, uh, the, the main thing that's, that has helped me personally, because I know exactly what you're talking about. And when I started everything, I, I tried to do like a personal hack because once I discovered my addiction and, and the lengths that I was going to satisfy that addiction to get that approval, I, I realized, you know, that I can basically turn that drive on myself. So, it, it, and, I, and it was literally me inside my head. It was the, uh, but you would do it for this person, wouldn't you? for the undeserving, right? You would do it for the people who didn't really care, right? But for you, you won't do it. Get up. And I did. And it pushed me. So you have to add you to the priority list. Every time you're trying to achieve that task, if you really want to be kind to yourself. Add yourself to the list and start crossing yourself off the list so that you don't forget to be on, uh, you don't forget to be kind to yourself. Yeah, It has to be conscious in the moment every single time. And you're not always going to get it right. And guess what? You're going to have to be kind to yourself about that, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's that's, what that's, I, that's... Go ahead.
1: It's just something I've called self-defecating cycles at times when you just shit on yourself and you just keep shitting on yourself and you're just like,
0: oh, why did I forget? Oh, crap. I
1: forgot to forget. And I forgot. No, Yeah. no. I forgot no, to no. be
0: kind to myself.
1: Yes. And, and it's important. So important. It's so important. You spend more time with yourself than you do with anyone else. And if you're not kind to yourself, you are genuinely robbing yourself of a happy time. You know, me and me, I found me. I did. I can genuinely finally say that. And... I still catch myself not being kind. I'm very forgetful. I know where my faults lie. Uh, I'm very judgmental of myself. Very, very judgmental of myself. Like very. I know where it comes from, which has helped me identify what I'm doing it, you know, but it's funny because I hear what you're saying. I hear that, that perfection that you seek and the question I'm I'm asking myself: so, is What's the goal here? what What will you achieve by by achieving that perfection? So, what satisfaction do you get?
0: Okay, so I have to say and make it clear, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I am wrong. Um, About what? It's not uh, perfectionalism. Is not. Um, I know I know there's there is no perfect, right? Like yeah. for example, let's just just focus on my job right now. So, I know that that call isn't going to be perfect every single time. I know that. And and I'm not striving for that. But even even with things that I'm doing it's like there's always room for improvement. So yeah, but what,
1: why isn't it? What's good enough?
0: Yes, yes, that's 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 exactly what it is for me. It's not being it, we call it perfectionism. We call it being a perfectionist, and of course, that you know, I I understand that comes from my trauma, um, you know, and having a narc parent. But it's like. It's almost like it's just that. It's when is it good enough? And I think that is where I keep trying to go above that. It's like, it's good enough. It's almost like, you know, good enough is 60%. But I want to be at 80. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, but you, like, you want to
1: know what keeps tripping me up about you? Honestly, this is what, when it comes to, because to, I, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. it's like this is good, but it could be better. Oh, guess what yeah. this is better, but it could be even better and and it's like <laughs> the thing that trips me up about you saying that is that you're only doing it with you don't, and with don't, get me me. Wrong, don't i I'm not saying just do it with other people. that's not what I'm saying obviously
0: right. but
1: the fact that you do it with you and only you that it's so easy for you to be kind to others so
0: Effort. I know it's almost
1: like a reflex <laughs> but when it comes to you. No, no, that that deserves some serious consideration <laughs> because the amount of criticism, like I, I, you are one of the most difficult people to compliment that I have ever met in my entire life. Um, it has to be something very creative. It has to be something. You almost have to be caught off guard. (laughs) Like, well, thank you. They are nice shoelaces.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my shoelaces are nice, but, like, can you be a little bit more creative with your words? Like...
1: Yeah, I read my case. They're
0: they're nice, but did you see how they, like... I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like... You see how they shine at 9am in the morning oh versus God. at t- you know what I mean? Like, it's so and that's, Extra? that's exactly it. Oh, no, yes! That's exactly it, too, right? Because, like, even with my compliments, it's like I can't, like you, like you just said, I'm the hardest person for you. I'm the hardest person to compliment. And it's like yes, when you compliment me it's like, yeah, your shoelaces are nice but in my head and and I'm very thankful for that in my head I'm like, yeah, but they're more than nice. They're you know, it, it it's me again trying to do the eighty percent and not accepting the sixty percent. But it's like when people give stuff to me, it's different. You know, like I don't know. It's really I know, no, I know
1: what you're saying. I know what it is. And when they give something to you, regardless of what it is, it's something special to you.
0: It's special to me. So it's like, I accept, I don't want people to, here I go again, I'm being like even critical with, let me just say it. So I don't, I don't want people to get the wrong impression of me as if like I take things for granted because I don't like things are very special to me. They're very important to me. So compliments, I love compliments. You know what I mean? i I love those things but yeah i am a very hard person to accept gifts to accept things given to me because i feel like i need to it's almost like i feel like i need to work i need to be i need what's the word i'm trying to find here um like i need to earn it almost
1: jesus why do you need to earn it
0: No, no, but I'm I'm trying to like. You feel like you're deserving of it. No, I feel like I'm deserving of it, right? Entitled, but it's no, no, that's not the. It's really, it's really what I'm trying to find here is accepting. I have a hard time accepting, and but I think it has something to do with earning it. It's almost like I need to earn it. So it's like, I think deep down. I feel like I need to earn whatever it is. And that's why things to me are it has to be more special. And that's why everything has to be different. And that's okay, why
1: okay, okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. You're telling me you've never been around a person that just being in their presence felt like a gift to you. Oh yeah. Oh okay, but I don't I don't
0: then. but I I don't feel like see, but that's the thing though. It's always the role the 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 role's reversed. I don 't see myself like that,
1: okay, okay, you so it's I mean? always about what you see, right? What you see is the only thing that matters here.
0: No, of course not.
1: okay, so guess what? The kindness that you continue to show other people is going to have to be extended to how they view you, regardless of how much it dreads you because of how wonderful they think you are you're going to have yeah. to make peace. With that, although you can't see it, somebody else can. Just like you see things in me that I can't see in myself, or at least you did. I can see them now. You, you. I'm not gonna go into this. It's a rabbit hole. But yes, (laughs) yeah. I'm gonna step over that one. Yeah, that's, that's later. That's later stuff. Later. Yes. Or, yes. Or never stuff.
0: That's that's episode fifty or that's... episode like. <laughs> that's episode fifty-six. Oh, that that's, that's a good. special. Let's leave it for a special. Yeah, episode. that's a Christmas yeah. special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. I I just Ew. you know what the the thing that I was discussing. Uh, with my dad earlier was that the number of combinations as human beings is literally infinite everybody's journey there will be similarities there will be things that you can relate to people about but individually every single one is different but and at the same time as a whole, as a species, we still share the same suffering. We share the same... It's... It's a consciousness. I don't think
0: we share the same suffering.
1: Everybody suffers.
0: uh, We... we
1: they're not the same, obviously. Not the same suffering, but we share okay. suffering in the sense that every spe every human on the planet knows what suffering is. Yeah. Some of it may be, and here I go being judgmental because to some the suffering that they're experiencing is like, you know what I'm saying, first world yeah. problem time stuff. And but that yeah, that's but also the, the changes the perception.
0: Things that's what you're saying is the thing that's relatable is as human, as human species, we all share the same things. Like, we all get sad, we all get angry, we all suffer, we all have trauma, yeah. we all, you know, we all want know, love. different all capacities, want accepted. right? So, in that sense, there are similarities in that way, but yeah, we don't all suffer the same. How does this relate to what you were talking about, or the topic of being hard on yourself how can you, how were you bringing this up to relate to that? How you can get the humans, desired
1: effects by by right. going in and and that what I was telling him is that since everyone's journey is different, um it's about finding the pattern it's about finding the patterns. In your own life, that will, it's um, car, it's the car, you know, you look at where the car was manufactured, the conditions in which the car has been driven, the um, signs that the car is exhibiting, and before you know it, you can form uh, an educated guess about why the car is doing it and what you need to do to operate the car uh, in a manner in which will give it longevity, you know, and it's in a lot of ways the same thing with us. It's about taking that journey inward. I told them there's, there's a door in front of us, in front of uh, our who we are, and, but it's not until we actually make the conscious effort to grab that, that knob and say, I need to go inside now. Uh, you know, you, you got to clean all that out. You got to make sense of it. And, and some everyone's journey is different. And some journeys are going to be easier than others some journeys are going to be filled with peril and, and trials but um everyone has to it's uh right. it's either you face it or you spend the rest of your life running from it
0: right yeah
1: that's just been my experience up to this point and i, I ran for too so, long so
0: so what what is something that you would like to share that um you were hard on yourself for or that you can relate to being hard on yourself
1: every single day every okay so so in, she'll in share family, share
0: something share i'm forgetful
1: something. I'm, I'm a very forgetful person and it is very unlikely very very unlikely that i will leave the house at any given moment <clears throat> And remember to take everything with me, whether it's keys, wallet, sunglasses, uh, water bottle. Uh, the list goes on. The list goes on. I will forget something. I will always forget something. The running joke in the family is that if I don't forget something, it's actually not me. It's my imposter. Because Johnny mm-hmm. would forget. You know, Everyone has a typecast thing about them in our family that defines them. And obviously, that's not what defines me, but it is a certainty. So I have to continuously remind myself to not go, hey, you forgetful, you know, you know what I'm saying? You ha- I, I have to continuously say, it's okay. You know, it's cool. It's fine. It's not a big deal. You know what? It's uh, being hard on yourself isn't going to solve anything. Guess what? You're going to spend more time and energy being hard on yourself when you can just focus on energy on making sure you don't forget anything else while you're there. Yeah. You know, it, it there's a, a lot of different ways to approach, but it's literally in a lot of ways meeting the force with the same strength, but in the opposite direction. So when that voice creeps up and starts, maybe not being nice, maybe not being kind, maybe being judgmental, whatever the case may be, you must meet that voice at the same def- decibel level inside your mind uh, in the other direction, um, you know, because it's, it it's logical. Everything I said was true. Okay. I forgot. Okay. I forgot a hundred times before this and, Oh, guess what? There's probably a good chance I'm going to forget a hundred more, if not more. And that's, okay. and that's okay.
0: That's yeah. okay. <laughs>
1: and that's, that's the biggie here. A lot of people, they, they paint this picture. They tell these, themselves this lie that it's not okay. It's not okay. And it's like, what are you really saying it's not okay about? Please explain to me what is so dire. What is, what is causing such a tribulation in your life that it's not okay. You know what? It's okay. <laughs> and I'm there it's taken me a long time and you know what I think one of the things that I struggle with being there sometimes <clears throat> is a lot of people mistake it for not for not giving a shit oh, well, why would you care you mean why, yeah. why am I not losing my mind as yourself mm-hmm. over something that I have no control over in the way that you are
0: yeah, because it, mm-hmm. it, you could have totally been, you're very aware of yourself, and, and that's that's the first step to everything, right? So it's good that you know that you are forgetful with things, but the things that you're describing, for example, are things that don't affect you in a way, or, or more importantly, you, but it's not hurting anyone else. It's not hurting you. You know what I mean? Like, these are things like, okay, you forgot your house keys or you're you're forgetting little things before you leave. It might even be like, you know, a, a part of you, you know, just a little funny part of you that the universe gave you just to add character. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like, yes. it's not like we make it seem like, it's like this huge thing you know like it's a fault in us but the way i think we need to look at little things like that you know it, it's like the yeah the universe is just it's just a, a part of you it's like a little character you know addition a little you know like like a video game where you add the pattern
1: little, on a frog it's, it's yeah, a pattern on a frog it's a, a little it's the inconsistency <laughs> in a bark pattern on a tree yeah that makes you different yeah
0: yeah it makes you different it separates you from other people it separates the perfect example it separates you from your family you just said everyone in your family has different spots right yeah this is your spot you know And, and it's not something that you know, hinders your relationship, it's not something that, yeah, if it was, like, where, let's say, oh, you had a kid, and you forgot the kid in the house and went into the car, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you know what I mean, it's yes, not that. there's degrees,
1: and, there's degrees and levels to it, yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly, so it's, like, it, it's not this, like, huge thing, but in your mind, it's it's one of those things, like, I'm sure before, not not so much anymore, But it's like, oh, like, that's just something. There are little things within us that we don't like. That's annoying. Like, you know, when you have a partner and they like, oh, they leave the toilet seat down. Or they keep leaving the toilet seat up, you know. And this is just something I don't like about them. But it's not something huge that you're going to fight about. It's not, it doesn't make all of them. Like you said, you know, this isn't. You being forgetful about little things like that, it doesn't make up all of you. It's just a little spot, you know? Yeah, and, see, and but something. how can
1: you turn that on yourself, though? What do you mean? Because I, I'm I, honestly... I, oh, you're talking you say, with me? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. How do you personally, in that moment, catch yourself? Yeah
0: that's that's where I that's where I'm struggling and I want to get there you know like I I will I will share something else that was actually big and this is what this is what when I was talking about earlier that it scares me not so much with this like with my job it's like okay you know it was just something that caught me it was like snap of a finger like hey just letting you know you're doing it you know And when someone sees you doing it, it's like, oh, they caught me, (laughs) you know, but it doesn't bother me. Like, I'm not, I don't care that she caught me, you know, it's a compliment that I'm so transparent, you know, that people, they get me, you know, I, I like that. I like that. That's a compliment to me, but it's, it's almost, there's a little tiny bit of shame there because it's like, oh, I'm doing it again. But this is where my perfectionism comes up, you know, it's like, damn, even that, like, I can't catch myself, even catching myself isn't perfect enough. Like, I want to, I don't want to get rid of it. But it's like, I, I, so let me just move on to my story, or I'm going to keep going in circles. But (laughs) um, um, a perfect example of this where it did affect me, and it became an issue was when I was searching, I was, um, I needed to leave the house. We know how the house market is nowadays. And, um, before I moved into the place that I am now, it was really hard for me, you know, like I, it was the first time I was moving into a place by myself. Of course, I have my kids, but by myself, without a partner, it was my place, you know? So but I was forced onto that, you know, they were like, hey, you got to leave, you know, like didn't even give me an option to pay higher rent, because it was so astronomically different from what I was paying. But it's like, they didn't even give me that option. And I called and I was like, please just give me more time. But you know, the universe was like, this is this is your time, you need to go. This is yeah. you need to be pushed. And, and I like that. I like the push. That's what I like. I like structure. I like, I like that. So I enjoyed being pushed, but it's like, I don't have anywhere to go. It was really fucking hard. So it was, I went through all of that, which, you know, the story, but the, the thing that really affected me and I think about it to this day is I ended up in a very, very bad area and I was looking for an apartment. I was looking for an apartment and I had that instinct and we can talk about instinct on other episodes. We're not going to get into that now, but I had my, my first instinct was I do not feel good about this place. I don't want to go see it. I don't feel good about it, but my logical side of my brain or the ego was like, what are you gonna do? You're you're gonna be homeless. You're or even worse than being homeless, you're gonna have to go live with your mom. You know, oh, like wow. you're going back in life. You're gonna have to go live with your mom. That's like a nightmare for me. That's, that's fear. Like, that's it, it's it's the fear is is beyond. Like I would rather be living in a box with my kids than living back with her. Like oh my it, God. it's. I can't even explain, Um, but we don't have to go into that. But just to explain, like, how bad that is for me, how bad of a situation of having to leave, only giving 60 days to leave, and in the 60 days turn into, you know, 20 days, and I did all these applications. I did more than 30 applications. Like, it was hard. It was fucking hard. And then finally, I, I find this one apartment. It's in a really bad area. The apartment itself looks nice inside and I was telling myself that I can do it, you know, like I have to do it. Even though my instinct was telling me, my gut feeling was telling me, you're, you can't, you can't, this is not good. I don't feel good. And that was my spirit. And I know that was my spirit because it was quieter than my ego. And my ego was like, you need to do it. If you don't do it, you're going to fail. And you're going to have to go live with your mom. And you're wow. going to have to do this. And your kids are not going to look up to you. And your kids need to go to school. And you're going to be a failure. Like, all these, like, horrible, horrible, egotistical, fucking mean, cruel, like, really, you know, nothing. The only, the very, very quiet little voice was like, it's going to be okay. I love you. You're going to be fine. I wasn't listening to that. Because... Time was, you know, I was running out of time. So I went to this place knowing that I didn't want to go here. I found the realtor. I met with the realtor there. The moment I drove up to this place, the moment I drove up to this place, it was like everything in my body was screaming, I need to leave. Wow. Like my body, it was manifesting on my body. And I've never experienced that before, like walking up to a murderer's house, that kind of feeling. And I still wasn't listening to that because when I got up to the stairs, first of all, outside of the door, there was a diaper full of shit with a bunch of like flies and shit around it, just right outside the door. That still wasn't an indication to me. I was like, oh, okay. My brain looked at that. It was like, oh, okay. The ego's like, yep, yeah, well, you're going to be homeless if you don't live here. You know? So going back to that. So and then I look at the uh, the elevator. There's people screaming, walking around. I press the button. And then my son looked at the board. And it was a list of fucking sexual predators that live there.
1: Jeez.
0: Saw that. I saw that. And I was ignoring it while he was looking at it. I was telling my brain, nope, I can deal with it. It's fine. I can deal with that you know like crazy like irrational irrationally crazy to think that you're going against yourself your gut feeling you're you're and that was me like trying to be like this fucking superhero you know and being a perfectionist and being like, I, I need to have this place, like, it's completely desperate. And we went in the elevator, we got upstairs, and the guy is still not there. The realtor is not there. So he's late. So these are all signs. The diaper, the fucking creditor sign, Um, like, and my son was with me, and then he was talking to me, and I was, like, hearing what he was saying, but I wasn't paying attention, because he's like, we can't live here. You can't, my my brother can't ride his bike to the school from here like this you know it was like and i'm and i'm like okay okay i'm starting to get nervous my body is feeling it everything is telling me i need to fucking leave the only thing that was on my mind that loud uh, word that or that loud voice that was in my mind was saying but it's really disrespectful to leave what? if the realtor is on his way from miami So I should stay here more and at least go see the apartment, even knowing I'm not going to stay here because it's out of respect now. Uh. (laughs) There I was disrespecting myself, disrespecting myself, disrespecting everything that I believe in, disrespecting my body, disrespecting my intuition because I felt like I was doing the right thing and I needed it and I was desperate. You know, so even all of that, and that was like the worst situation for me, the worst.
1: It was all fear.
0: It was just like a ball. I was just a ball of fear. And I walked around the apartment. He arrived, walked around the apartment, and he's like, yeah, it's great. You know, just like a realtor would say, because he wants money. He's like, oh, yeah, it's great. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, in my mind, I, I just like, I shut down and I finally got it. It was that snap you're doing it. You're doing it. And I looked at him and I'm like, I'm sorry. I I can't, I I can't, we can't live here. And he's like, well, you know, the market is really tough. And he was just talking. I wasn't even listening. And so I repeated again. And then that little voice spoke louder this time because I knew I was doing it. I'm like, I can't, I need, I need to go. I I can't live here. I can't do this for my kids. I can't do this to my kids. I can't do this to myself. I I need to go. You know? And You you
1: know you made the right decision.
0: I did. Like, here's the kicker. That place was so bad. So fucking bad that I got in my car. I was... Started shaking. I started shaking with how... And how far I allowed myself to go without, I could have, I, it could have been a bad situation. You know what I mean? Like, it was bad. I could have gotten myself into a, I think if I signed the lease, I would have stayed. You know, that oh kind of God. thing. Like, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't let things get that far. I got in the car. I was shaking. I told my son I needed a moment. Um. And I felt shame and I told myself, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? It wasn't about the place anymore. It was just about why did I betray myself? That's something that I've experienced in the past and I'm doing it to myself now, you know? Why am I betraying how I feel, you know? And I pressed to turn on the car. The car wouldn't turn on. You know, brand new 2000, 2018. The car wouldn't turn on because that place was so disgusting. The car wouldn't turn on completely off. It was hot. I was scared. I started becoming scared for my life and my kid's life. I got out of the car to breathe, to think. And there were bullet, uh, bullet shells on the floor. Like more indication as if like, I mean, more indication that, I really fucked up. I fucked up because I betrayed myself. I did it betrayed my instinct and I felt so bad. I felt so bad. Like I felt bad for myself that I have to I had to be put in a situation like that. But more importantly, I felt bad that I allowed the ego to completely in the fear and the desperation. Like n- nothing in this world I don't care how hard it is. If you feel something is off and something is bad, then why? Why would you not listen to yourself? Why? Why? Why betray yourself like that? And that but was you know like, the
1: answer to that.
0: I know. I know why I did it, but it was so, like, and and and. Of course, that day didn't get easier. But at the end of the day, we. I had to cough up a lot of fucking money that I didn't have. I still didn't have a place to live, but, uh, I got the car. I got the car fixed. I got home, you know, like I got the car towed, but that was a lesson to me. I went home and I'm still thinking about it. And that was a whole year and plus months ago. Like I, I, It was something I'm always going to remember for the rest of my life, that I betrayed myself in a very ugly, very ugly way.
1: But did you learn something from it?
0: I did. I did. I learned to trust my feeling, and this is why presence for me is huge this year and last year presence, being in the present moment and feeling your feelings, that's something I did not know until that day. It's important. It is the most important thing in the fucking world for you to feel what you're feeling and sit there. Because if had I sat there for a moment and not been so desperate, that moment when I sat in the car before I left the car, knowing that I shouldn't be here, If I had turned on the car and left, I would have avoided that. But that's part of life. You need to... I needed to go through that. You see... I needed to go to that to to be where I am now. But it's just... It was a very... It's very hard because out of... Even the 15-year marriage that I had, which was a horrible betrayal... That experience for me was the worst betrayal ever from that Oh, day. wow. It, it was bad because I betrayed myself. I did it to myself, you know? But,
1: but have you forgiven yourself for it yet?
0: Oh, yeah. I have. Slowly. But I have. Um <laughs> I need I need you to talk for a moment because I like, that's fine,
1: that's fine. Wait, I, I what are your thoughts? No, it's it's a very real moment that you're talking about, and it and it's painful because it's you. You know, it's painful because you did it to yourself. It's painful because you wish you could take it back. You know, and and that's understandable. And I'm glad you have found forgiveness. I'm glad uh that you've learned from it but i can tell that it still shakes you mm-hmm. and if it still shakes you that means that you still have some unresolved feelings uh yeah. about it which is a okay um yeah. you just have to search your feelings and figure out what it is your your inner self might still be hurt over it in the sense of yeah. um when it's- even though you forget forgive a spouse years later, a memory will you know yes. remind you of the betrayal, will which will resurface that pain. Yeah,
0: yeah. It it's. I I now know that I I now okay. So I now have, and we talked about this before. So I now have the toolbox. I call it my toolbox.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know. Um, so that experience added on to my toolbox and I have, I have the proper tools now, which I didn't have before. So I don't see, I don't see myself getting into a bad of a situation like that or putting myself in there in a situation like that. But the feelings that I get is like, I worry that if I don't catch myself, um, in when I'm experiencing moments where I I feel something is off, if I don't catch myself being critical or being too like in my head about it, you know, like to where I put that stranger, the realtor, I put him first. You know, I could have just left. You Absolutely. Know? There, there were there were so many signs. Should
1: have. You I should should've. have left.
0: I, I should have left during the car. I should have left during the diaper. I should have left during the predator. Like all these things that I should have done, but I I let myself get that far to where I'm like, yeah, but his feelings matter. So just let let me let me just humor him and walk around the building. Like for what? Like what? No. What am I doing? And, and that's and that's where I keep coming back to. But we don't have to get into how um I I. I consider people before myself. I don't want to get into that today. But uh, um,
1: I think that has a big like oh, big that's huge. part of we, you not being kind to yourself.
0: If you want to, we can do that on the the next episode. Um <sighs> but this one I just want to focus on just want to focus on being hard on yourself. And this yeah, is something absolutely. that I want. I want I forgave myself for the things that I should have done and I didn't do you know it happened the way I did I didn't have the proper tools I now have the proper tools and that doesn't mean I'm going to be perfect the next time something like that happens but I would like to catch myself um, yeah. so that's that's to take away from this episode is I want to be able to catch myself doing, doing it of course you're way better than me um, at being kind to yourself
1: um, I, I'm just- it's taken a lot. You're you're talking to a person oh no filter. Oof. Uh let's just yeah. say I I haven't always been kind. If in all actuality I I have there have been moments that um intentional betrayal <laughs> like with the purpose of uh of wounding with the purpose of scarring, you know, like I've been betrayed by myself and it's, it's taken me a long time to, to find that love in myself that I exhausted and depleted who I was searching for it in another person wanting that approval, wanting that love, wanting to feel like I was good enough, wanting to feel like I mattered to someone because I just didn't matter to myself because I would put myself on the back burner because I was not forgiving of myself. I was extra judgmental of myself. If anything, you know, if somebody else did it's you're human. It's okay. If I didn't, it's like, you piece of, you know, it was, it was bad. It was, but now I can feel that love for myself. I can feel that friendship <laughs> that I built with myself. And, um, you know, I read this quote a while back that finding comfort in solitude is dangerous because once you find comfort, In solitude, you really don't need anyone. You know, and you can just just fall back. I don't see it as falling back. I see it as just being very selective. You know, you're you're choosy about where you invest your energy. You're choosing about who you surround yourself with and what you expose yourself to. If you know you're not in a good headspace, why push yourself in that direction by listening to music that you know is going to push yourself further in that direction? Why not put listen to uh, something positive or put on uh, a you know meditation channel or something, just anything that pushes your mind in a constructive direction? Because you're talking I hear you about the tools. I'm glad you have those tools. It, the tools have never been an issue for me. For me, has been using them. Like, I got a yeah. screwdriver, and I'm looking for the butter knife. I got the <laughs> screwdriver, and I'm searching for the butter knife. I got a hammer,
0: yeah.
1: and I'm like, give me that shoe. No. Yeah.
0: No. Honey, you know, give me that shoe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean.
0: Um outside of the toolbox maybe there's other stuff around you know but um no i'm just joking um oh. <laughs> yeah no i'm just being silly um yeah it. it it it's like for me uh, and we all not even with me like we all have these tools right but it's like even the simple things like who would have thought that being kind to yourself is more important like um. hello hello. Yeah.
1: No, no, and, and no, you're, like, you're not being kind to yourself. about.
0: It. <laughs> yeah, like, like, exactly. And It's, it's, it's wild to me how, like, simple, it, it, and that's what it is. It's like, so we started with childhood and, and being simple and being innocent. Like, children get it. You know, if you, if you sit there and you talk to a child, five, six years old, they get it. And you're Mm -hmm. like, holy shit, you know, like, I wish I can think like that, but we did. But the thing is, we were surrounded by these adults with adult minds, you know, you know, wanting to find answers or not wanting to find answers and instilling these fantasies and these rules and these like projection of everything they've gone through in their childhood to those innocent kids and now these kids are adults and here we are trying to revert back to like hello be kind to yourself you have to relearn so we all have the tools in our toolbox we just have to like relearn how to use them like you said You know, it's like, why are we reaching for a butter knife when we have a screwdriver? Why the fuck are we looking at the shoe that's five feet away from us when the screwdriver is like in front of us and it has like, you know, lights around it and it's like shiny and it's sparkly and it's like, and we're like,
1: honestly, (laughs) honestly, this
0: might do a better job. Like,
1: just because there's another layer, there's another layer on top of it that well, oh, yeah, well, you know what? I don't want to use your screwdriver. I want to use this butter knife. You know, it's like another layer of us sometimes just trying to be stubborn or us, you know, yeah. wanting us, uh, us even wanting us to fail, you know, with self-sabotage. Yes. Uh, That's what I'm later saying. The on leads to more guilt, you know? Yeah. It, you just... it's, it's, I'm telling you right now, it is literally, the, the biggest thing has been in the moment And and, I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be as easy for everyone because the more complicated your thoughts, the more complicated your emotions, the deeper the trauma, the more searching, the more looking in that it will require just because your journey is longer in that sense. You know, but I'm telling you right now and you know what, you'll never agree with me and I'm totally okay with that because although your journey is more more filled with peril and with trials and and with hardship you you are the one who will walk away with the knowledge with the elixir um you you see and here's the kicker your power is already something that it's it's so nuts, it's so nuts it's because I know you're aware of it I know you're aware of it, so it's kind of like this confounding thing that you do, because it's like you you know what it is, you know what you possess, and then at the same time you still struggle with just being nice to you. Yeah. Like you said it before, it's like I I'm I'm balanced in the sense that I know I'm the shit, and then there's the other side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm the shiznit. I'm the bomb. I'm I'm the diggity, and then there's no doubt, you know. But then, so. but then, you know, as soon as it's me alone with me, it's like, Arr. it's like, what, what happened?
0: It's very true. We we just need to look inward, as we mentioned in the intro, and yeah. what this is all about is just looking in, putting looking in, putting ourselves first you know, yeah. and that's hard and that's going to take time. I mean, that's okay.
1: And it doesn't make you. we
0: Or all, yeah, no, absolutely not. That, that would be shaming to be, yes. to call ourselves selfish to take care of ourselves, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, all right, guys. So this is, uh, if you want a part two of this, being hard on yourself of course it's going to be <laughs> brought it, it will be brought up many of times later on but um yeah so
1: thank you for listening
0: a, thank you for listening and we'll catch you guys next time bye bye